0: And welcome to another episode of the Code One Fire and Fitness Podcast. Proudly brought to you by CodeOneCrew.com. You can get all of your essential apparel from and support us in bringing you more banter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: nice. I like that.
1: Um, how hey, you going, Matt?
0: Yeah, good. Uh, you, Chris? How are you doing?
1: Yeah, good, man. Good. Yep. Um, good to be back recording another podcast um we've got a pretty fancy setup now eh?
0: yeah um like to yeah give a shout out to mate for lending us some gear to help us sound a lot better hope we do
1: yeah so um let's just dive straight into it um so we put a few questions out there um on instagram during the week um and we've got a couple subjects up our sleeve so what's our first one
0: Let's dive straight into Controversy Corner and New South Wales. Discussion going on about public access to defibrillation, I believe it's called. Yes. Uh, People want to know our thoughts on what's going on in New South Wales. What do you reckon? I know you're pretty passionate about the whole uh, (laughs) medical side of things. Yes. Um, For those who don't know, Chris has put himself through a few training courses in trauma medicine. Uh, and he's pretty passionate about uh, the medical side as well. And uh, for those in America, if we you, you have any listeners in America, um, our ambulance service and fire service are separate government entities as well. So it's a little bit different to set up in most parts of the world. Um, but anyway, what are your thoughts, Chris?
1: Yeah, so I'm all for it. Um, I love it. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> um i think we should be doing it i think um as a fire service um, cuz that's what we are we're a service um we should be um somewhere where people can um sort of rely on for that sort of help um
0: beacon of hope so to speak
1: yeah so um we've talked about about this so um like previously just privately um but when i so like matt said i've done a few courses um here and overseas um with the trauma type thing um so i was over in a third world country a couple months ago so when covid hit and everything um and their fire service over there um has paramedics in it so they drive around around in a uh, volkswagen um they're paramedics they start administering drugs, they start defibbing. they start um, advanced airways, they start that sort of stuff um, until a AMBO can get there um, those fire stations over there, they have a um, well where I was, had a treatment room for um, uh, for people so they're, they're a part of um, the community, they're centrally located throughout the community um, and people would bring their bring their people there um, for help, man, like, they can't take them to the cops, right? Because, <laughs> yeah, the closest cop station is pretty far away from their communities. Yep. Um, ambulances there, well, they run out of the hospitals mainly. Um, and, you know, uh, the next best thing for them is the fire station. And the fire station over there, uh, so we're talking about um, South Africa. So in many parts, it's a first world country, but it's also a third world country in many aspects. Um, man, they would bring bring their sick and injured to the fire station and basically ba- hand them over to just normal firefighters, not the paramedics, but the normal firefighters and say, help. Um, they would put them in a treatment room, start help, call an ambulance. And um, yeah, like, like I said, they're, they're a beacon of hope uh, for those communities. And I think over here, we're a little bit spoilt in regards to that. Um, we should be... Um, that beacon of hope for our community
0: yep
1: yeah um, that's what I think I know it's a very controversial subject and um, many people on social media would say oh but that's not our job well it kind of is It's it kind of is and it kind of isn't our job I think um, serving our community and serving our state um, you know you know like Victoria does it um you know it doesn't really matter um what our uh, it doesn't really matter what you signed up for oh i signed up to be a firefighter cool man well guess what we also do this that's what i think anyway
0: yep i i I think uh should be taken on um but i think it needs to be administered properly uh rather than you know not half-baked idea, so to speak. Yep. Um, the training should certainly be there. Uh, I mean, we are, you know, as far as we are trained in basic first aid. So, um, But, you know, you need to get the reps in as well and ensure that your CPR skills are up to par. Yeah, you sure. Know, so to speak. Um, and, you know, I'd like to get one of the union reps on from New South Wales to discuss it further with us. Yeah, Uh, we'll put a shout out. Anyone listening uh, has a contact, put them in touch. Be great.
1: Yeah, look, I I, I just think, um, you know, Victoria does it. Um, um, uh, Yeah, but does Western Australia do it? Does the NT do it?
0: I'm not sure. eh? Yeah,
1: I'm not. I'm not too sure either. But um, yeah, man, I, I just think. You should be there for the community. Yeah, we've got to be trained. Yes, there's going to be extra psychological trauma on that, which is, you know, it's not fine, but it just comes <laughs> with the territory. You know, what's stopping what's stopping you from doing that at a car accident? Yeah. You know? Yeah,
0: so. and I don't think, um, you know, Beryl down the street, I don't think she's going to care if you turn up in a fire truck to do CPR on Jim because he's fallen down and his wife fronts in the front yard doing gardening.
1: <laughs> yeah. Fuck it, Jim. <laughs> yeah, you're 70, Jim.
0: Stay inside. Yeah, have a, you, you've earned a rest. Yeah. You, you've it's, done enough.
1: It's 45 degrees outside. Yeah, chill out. Fuck's sake, Jim.
0: Crack a cold one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't crack your head when you fall over.
0: Um, yeah. All right, so. Next
1: one. What do we got? Next
0: one. Uh, we got asked our most rewarding call-out slash job.
1: Oh, yeah? Go for it, man. Or... It's a bit of a hard question. Oh,
0: There's been, been several. Um, that have been rewarding. Um, There's quite a few that spring to mind. Uh, And they're not necessarily ones where you've saved people. It's just doing the little things for the community. Mm. Putting a smile on someone's face. It might seem a bit trivial, but turning up to an old lady's place and she's burnt some stuff on the stove but in a bit of a state. But you, you have a chat, calm her down. And she's pretty happy about it. But yeah, one of my earliest ones was uh, a very junior firefighter,
1: and <laughs> still are. Yep.
0: It's a very very junior, like yeah, a couple of months into the oh into yeah the job. Yep. Um, and yeah, had a unit fire and we saved the whole family, so it was a win.
1: Was uh was that the one you got a um pat, big pat on the back for?
0: Yeah. Yeah, got a pretty yeah. decent pat on the back for that one. Very good. Uh, what about yourself, Chris?
1: Um, yeah, I'm the same, man. Um, I think the little ones. I I like going to uh, the elderly. I think that's that's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I I don't know, man. I it's pretty hard because um, rewarding. I don't know there's there's been a few, but. I don't know, I just, like, I'm, yeah, I don't know. It was such a hard question for me it's, to think of. It's off. a
0: very difficult question to answer. I mean, I, I, like you are like, visiting the elderly yeah. um, around the place, especially when you go and, you know, change a smoke alarm battery, where you, you, you just turn up for a, a, you know, what would be a nothing call and you have a chat. Uh, we also do, like, visiting preschools and primary schools. Oh, and, yeah, that's good. Yeah, you know, bring the smile to the kids' faces. Even when you're out and about the street and yeah. the kids see you, they like to have a chat. Yeah, climb through the trucks, unfortunately. COVID, we can't. Yeah. Um, yeah, giving them a sticker. Making them, yeah,
1: well, making them wet the teachers when they're holding the hose. Yeah. You just accidentally might just point it at the teachers and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. just... All the kids love it. Yeah, I mean, nah, it's good. Yeah, it's good seeing them smile at us, you know, rather than some of the treatment that some other services caught.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, um, all those dirty pigs and that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, All right. Uh, <laughs> well, I think this came. This one came from um, uh, another page on Instagram. Uh, his name's Code One as well. He's a policeman. This um, is why.
1: This is why we don't like him anymore. Is he, we like our local cops?
0: He's been hitting us with a bit of banter recently, <laughs> uh, <laughs> teasing us. We to know why fire is better than police. Pops. And he, I think pretty sure the same guy gave us uh waterly is always grow a mustache. I think they come hand in hand. Great mustache comes with great power.
1: Yeah I, I mean what do you? What do you mean? Of course we, of course we're better. just because.
0: We're not getting defunded.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> you know they, your, your stash holds your coffee for longer. Yep during the day. Saves um, a bit
0: of that vanilla slice when you eat it too.
1: Yes, yes, um, you know, and what well, I don't know why cops don't like Tom Selleck. He's in. He's a commissioner in like Blue Bloods.
0: Magnum PI. Okay,
1: and he has a stash, and yet the cops don't want to take stashes on. I don't get it. No, I, I, I don't understand.
0: They like those hipster beards these days. Yeah, they yeah. do too. Yeah. Yep, neck beards. Yep,
1: as well. Weird. 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 Weird as shit.
0: Goes handed here with donuts, I suppose, but, anyway. Well, that's
1: true. Um, but, yeah, I, I think a stash is a sign of manliness um, and competence in the job. Um,
0: you got to earn that, uh, earn that stash, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. masculine. It, it doesn't... You can't just walk out of college with a stash. You, you need to earn
1: that. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, but, yeah, and, um, yeah, I think... Fire men, fire ladies should all have stashes. Um, Drawn on, (laughs) I don't want. But yeah, I think it's just a sign of manliness, to be honest.
0: Yeah. All right. We did get asked, and surprisingly, on no other recording we've done, we've talked about Mm -hmm. it. uh, We did get asked about the recent Australian bushfires. Oh, yeah, man. Um, Now, you played a bigger part than I. of course. Um, <laughs> I my station didn't get the uh, get the call up, uh, and I spent a fair chunk of the season on leave, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is disappointing because it's not the first time it's happened to me as well. Uh, no, it's I awesome. Did, I did spend one a few years ago down with a bit of gastro. Um, yep. and missed it.
1: Yeah, it was. <laughs> so me and uh, me and Matt were stationed together. Uh, many moons ago, and
0: I taught him everything he knows. <laughs> oh, that's just that's laughable.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, we were stationed together, and our truck got the call out, and he called in sick. And um, was he really sick? I don't know. I, d- I doubt it.
0: Um, I was hugging the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, so he he was uh, he had a, about a gastro. And um, yeah, was watching all the news unfold through Facebook because he was on the shitter, crying, um, crying. Anyway, that's <laughs> yeah, about was the most nice the season. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Tell us yeah. about what did
0: you experience? Uh, what did you see? Where'd you go?
1: Um, so I went. So I was across. Um, oh, so, okay. So this question came from um, a dude that's in the states. Um, Aussie, I'm I'm pretty sure He he said he he hasn't really Heard much on the Aussie uh, fires um, From us, I guess Um, But yeah, so It was across all the states um, Especially, you know, Victoria, New South Wales New South Wales got absolutely pumped um, And Queensland
0: And South Australia got pumped as well South Australia,
1: yeah, Yeah. Kangaroo Island um, Western Australia, it was everywhere um, was it up in the NT? I don't think I they don't really think
0: so, yeah. um, get them much. The fire activity, you know, you're watching it on the news and yeah, you know, you're seeing footage from three o'clock in the morning and flame height that you would normally see at three o'clock in the afternoon. It looked yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, um, yeah, we we went on. I think my station. I uh, did. Uh, like dozens of call um, like deployments Um, so we got the call out to do to do that a fair bit so we got a a fairly good run Um, everyone um, sort of in our station Um, but um, I went just south of the major city (laughs) that's near us Um, and a very infamous part of that region uh, every year it burns but this year was uh, particularly big oh well, last year was particularly big um, and yeah it was we, we were defending a house um, and we watched we watched fire go down in um, an escarpment probably say half a K away and then it hit the house within oh, I think 10 minutes 15 minutes but the velocity it had had when it was coming up the hill to us. So I went down sort of a valley and then come up, um, was, it was like a freight train. It just, the, the house survived that we were defending. Um, but initially we, we, um, so we had all our hoses out and we, we were preparing to defend, but man, we got out of there. We seen the velocity that was coming at us and we went, um, see you later. And we got out of there pretty quickly. Um, as I was climbing into the truck, I could feel the heat on, um, yeah, on sort of the back of my neck as I climbed in, and uh, yeah, it was pretty, pretty full on. Um, then we returned. The house was, yeah, um, still sort of surrounded by fire. We we put that out, um, but the person was really well prepared. So um, makes a
0: difference, especially in bushfire-prone areas.
1: Massive. They had sprinklers. They had um, generators and all that sort of stuff running. What even before we got there just yeah saturating the whole surround it was really really well done um, but yeah man uh, went up north on a few strike teams defended a few houses there that was really that was really good um, that was a pretty rewarding part because uh, you got to see the people and they come and thank you some people were running as you were you were <laughs> going up their driveway they were taking off um, but yeah so it, w- it was massive it was it was huge
0: What was the feeling like in those communities?
1: Um, So it was pretty good. Um, Where we were staged, so we would go and stage at particular spots, Um, we would get bombarded at our hotel rooms and at those staging points with donations. Uh, Coles, Woolies, IGA, um, Aldi, whoever, um, were just donating stuff. Like it would be they would have spent millions of dollars on donations had to have because we we never went without we always had food in our truck we always had a drink we always had water um, our bosses made sure we always had you know water and all that stuff but the community were just just amazing um, they're pretty tough out there um, we went to one one place where the there was about four or five um, four-wheel drives with trailers with um a um, thousand liter containers on the back of it um, putting out stumps on farms and just finished like cleaning up mopping up and they were all all pea platers all country guys it was nuts it was it was really really good um yeah they're pretty tough out there so yeah it's yeah, good. It good
0: yeah i mean, i i did get uh one deployment uh, as part of a uh damage assessment um group yep. uh in my role as uh, hazmat tech uh and seeing the devastation afterwards like it's not something that we as is normally get to see and you know talking with people here and their stories about when the fire went through what it was like it's them describing flame light, like we're seeing trees that 30-40 metres high and they're telling us that the flames were up through the trees and another 10 metres above that. Yeah. Like it, yeah, it's hard to try and picture it when you're not there like and how fast it was moving like from what they were telling you. It's hard to wrap your head around and, and I mean the devastation like we were seeing rivers of melted aluminium like, mm. yeah, and aluminium like it needs to stay above 600 degrees Celsius for its melting point. Yeah. And have enough oxygen to burn, so yeah. that tells you how fierce some of these fires were. It's like to have, you know, pools of melted aluminium around, and like, yeah, yeah and glass that had melted over bricks. Yeah, But like, you know, it, it's hard to wrap your head around, and the devastation. Is, it's because it's going to take a long time for the bush to recover.
1: Yeah, uh, the communities um, are still, especially now with the, all the COVID and everything now. I, I suspect they're they're being forgotten about, which really sucks. Um, yeah, they're still trying to recover. They're still trying to build stuff, you know. Um, and it sort of made it a bit harder because we had all those lockdowns and there was no tourist money. There was. It's all starting to pick up now, but man, it's put them back a few months, you know.
0: If you had a chance, go to a go to a country town and visit them. Spend some money there. Spend it local. Um, yeah. Sorry, yeah, you know, American friends, we we'll hope you're getting overseas for a little oh. little bit. Uh anyway. Yeah. Um move on. Yeah. yeah. What's next, man? Um uh, so we've got to ask about outdoor workouts for firefighters. So yep. I mean there's plenty you can do for a workout. Um you don't need to have a gym. No, not at all. Not at all. You can use your body, get outside, do some burpees in the sun. Oh, um That's so gross. <laughs> Every, every station's got a foam drum. Yep. Every station's got a sledgehammer on the truck. Yeah. Get a tyre from the tyre yard. Yeah,
1: don't beat the foam drum.
0: No, no. You, <laughs> use the foam drum. Yeah, 20 litres. weighs at least 20 kilo. Yeah. Um, for those of you not met, using the metric system, you can work that out yourself.
1: It's a 40-odd pound or something. <laughs>
0: uh, but you can do... <laughs> 40 yeah. old pan. You can do plenty of uh, farmer's carries with it, thrusters. Yeah. Um, you can do... Sumo deadlifts, high pull it.
1: Whack your feet on the step of the truck and do push-ups. Yeah. You can do V sit-ups off the side of the truck. Step-ups on the Step-ups. side of the truck
0: with the foam drum. You can yeah, get a tyre, build it with a sledgehammer.
1: You can do uh, surprise jiu-jitsu with one of your crewmates. Um, <laughs> they won't know what you're doing, but put him in a leg lock. Um, that's some white belt stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's what, it's a good way to work up a sweat.
0: Uh, you can also, seriously, you can also grab the, <laughs> grab the 70 mil hose or 38 mil hose, bowl it out, do battle ropes with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Step up to it, hold it above your head. Yeah, for sure. Do Turkish get ups. Like there's so much gear at the station that you could use.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah.
0: It, yeah. Don't be limited by what you see in a gym. Like, grab some gear, get out in the yard, do it. Um, go for a run. Listen to our podcast while you are walking.
1: Yeah, it doesn't have to be hardcore twenty four seven. You know, seven days a week. Um, if you want to have a rest day, you want to chill out. Go, go for a walk, man. Yeah. Um, you know that whole active recovery thing. Go do that. Do some stretching. Um, mobility. Mobility is massive.
0: Oh, yoga. Oh, yoga.
1: man, I've been trying to stretch. I feel like an 80-year-old man. You know, <laughs> like, holy crap. It, and, like, that is hard. Yeah. Um, you know, do some core sit-ups. Yeah, do some core, do some sit-ups. You yeah, know, planks. Um, dude, go go sit on, go sit out the back of the station, do some stretching, and lie in the sun for, for a few minutes, man.
0: Do any of the workouts that we have posted on our uh, page. Yeah, do any one, of the workouts code one crew code, Instagram. code one crew code underscore one underscore crew on Instagram um, <laughs> also you can also do any of the workouts that our friends from uh, i got your six fit, uh, New York City post up you could do yeah. any of the ones that have made a thin line fitness post up floor above fitness um, and some floor and fitness you know they all all post up workouts all adaptable for the fire station yeah you
1: know? yeah Yeah. Go, go to any one of our posts or go to our tagged stuff and you'll see all their pages, go follow them. They've got some good workouts. Um, they put up some really good stuff. Um, yeah. yeah uh, firefighting, Proving Grounds, any of that sort of stuff. Yep. Really, really good. Um, what else you got, Matt? Uh, well, <laughs> this is a bit of
0: a touchy one as well. Controversy <laughs> corner again tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So question was asked, volunteer and paid firefighters (laughs) not getting along. Uh, Now, some states here, there's Queensland, uh, New South Wales, I think they're the only two that have it, uh, have permanent, retained, which is part-time, and volunteer. Other states have got permanent volunteer firefighters. Mm -hmm. And... Most of those areas is some uh, some uh, not getting along. Yes. Um, what are your thoughts? Why don't they get along?
1: Why don't they get along? Oh, um, some some of it would be dependent on area. So, if you're near a city, near a big town, and it's got shitload of paid and a couple volos or whatever um and the paid tend to go into the volo area or vice versa There's seen to taking work from the other one um other one another one would be um personal personal sort of gripes with with um with each other ego at a fire job you know um, this is my area. This is how I run the job. Um, yeah, it's just ego driven. Um, yeah, look, it, with the with full time, part time, and volunteer, even all three of them don't get along. And the part time and the part, the part time and the full time. Man, they they work in the same service, and there's animosity there. You're not gonna please everyone. You know, there's a yeah. I don't know. It's it's you got a threesome, and not everyone's gonna get
0: along. <laughs> it's gonna be messy.
1: It does get messy. <laughs> you know, um, you know, you, when when you have a threesome planned, you know, and two of those people don't call the third one, well maybe that third one feels left out.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, they're gonna be left out. <laughs>
1: You didn't call me.
0: Why didn't you text?
1: You know. <laughs> nah, I think it's just all ego driven. Um, but at the same time, I, um, I, I, yeah, I understand both sides of the both sides. Um, what do you reckon?
0: I can see both sides of the coin. I think um, it does come down to what your crew's like hmm. as well. Uh, so if if your crew gets off the truck and you run around like headless chooks. You look like a bag of shit. You know you're not going to be respected by the other service. Um, doesn't matter whether you're paid or not. Uh, if if you get off the the truck and whoever's in charge of the job, you walk up and go, "We can do this for you." They'll go, "Yep, sweet, done. Let's get a let's get it rolling." Like you you can work together. You know. Yeah. You know what to do. Like there's. Yeah, like the key it thing comes down to your attitude and how your crew is too.
1: Yeah, the key thing I think there was what can we do for you? Yeah, you you got to be willing to take orders from someone that they might not be in your service, man, but maybe they know a bit. Maybe they know this area a bit better. Maybe yeah. they know that house. Yep. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I think um, you know. I think it's really easily solved in some areas um, like where we are I think or where I am um, we get along with our neighbors really really well um, because we will go to a job with them but instead of just going in there gung-ho and go we want to take over the job we walk up to the senior one and go hey man um, what can we do he goes, oh, just wait there, or oh, not too sure yet. I'll help. You know, the pump, the pumpy will get out and help. the the, the dude ship a hydrant. Like, just do. You're doing those meaningless, not meaningless, but those little jobs. Yeah, yeah. And people go, oh, geez, that dude. They do they come and help. How good was that? Then they'll call me next time.
0: Where I am historically, there's been uh, a lot of. <laughs> animosity um between the two services uh
1: we're treading very lightly
0: yeah, yeah yeah uh have to um yes historically it's been bad but uh you know through the saving grace of social media yep. um yeah we've forged a really good relationship with those crews now um we train with them fairly regularly and i think it's changing of the guard too. like new people coming in yep. new attitudes yeah, you know, people sort of sometimes get cemented in in their spot as well um, and their attitude can wane. But mm. I think at the end of the day, these little issues are resolved by the boots on the ground,
1: you know? Yeah, I think something simple... Of A little bit just, of
0: acknowledgement each time, yeah, each way. Yeah,
1: saying hi to each other. Yeah. Imagine
0: that. Yeah, it costs you oh, nothing.
1: That's fucking mind-blowing.
0: It's free to say hello and wave. And wave. Yeah.
1: Like, okay, you might not want to get out of the truck. You know, and you pull up at a job, the SO goes out, the captain goes out, the senior man, whatever, whoever's on your truck from whatever service, right? Um, And everyone else stays in the truck and he just goes and goes, oh, looks like it's under control, you're good. When you say, wave to them, acknowledge them, Yeah. you know, and the people who are on the ground, acknowledge them, easy. It's not that hard. Um. yeah it's just ego driven a lot of it and I get it I, sometimes it's not where someone has said something and been absolutely rude to the other one or maybe someone's caught someone on a bad day and yeah they, you know they were you're, you're turning up to a job and you know one of the part-timers or one of the volos or whoever has they were meant to go to dinner and they didn't because the pager went off, and now two hours later they're still there, mopping something up, and oh, it's just shit and all that. And they might speak to you a little <laughs> Excuse bit, me. Um, a little bit rudely. Brush it off, man. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> it's the uh, the the rule of five. Is it going to matter in five minutes? Going to matter in five years? No. If not, let it go.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's just it is. It's funny though. There's a turf little, little turf war turf wars yeah <laughs> empire <laughs> building yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah if you want to if you want to run the job run the job yeah you know um, invite the other service when they get there give them something to do train with them train with them uh, whatever
0: yeah alright yeah. well um, I think that'll do us for this one yeah alright uh, stay safe and Keep training. Goodbye for now.
1: Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you soon.